Good morning and God bless you. My name is Colby again and I'll be here with you in trucking through the Bible. I uh, pray you're having a blessed day. Uh, it's quite early in the morning or basically the middle of the night when I'm recording this, uh, but it'll be put out there for the morning of the 23rd of September of 2020. Uh, not sure what the day's going to bring us. But we know who goes before us, and that is the the great one and only true creator God, the Lord Jesus. We're going to jump into Psalm chapter 70 this morning. Psalm chapter 70, and it's a, a psalm or a, a song of King David. Uh, a little backstory about King David. You know that uh, King David was actually the second king of the nation of Israel, the second king. Of course, King Saul was the first king, and and uh, that was actually the king that, that the people chose. And if you remember or you know your Bible, or maybe you don't, but that's what I'm here for, uh, there was a, a prophet named Samuel who was over the nation of Israel at the time, and the people of Israel came to Samuel and told Samuel that they wanted a king over them. They wanted a man to rule over them just like the nations around them instead of God himself being their leader. And this discouraged and upset the prophet Samuel to a great deal. And and Samuel went to God and told God about it and was kind of upset and belly aching about it. And, uh, God told Samuel, Samuel, don't worry about it. Don't take it personally because they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. It's me that they don't want. They want a man to rule over them and not me. So you tell them and give them what they want. But you explain to them what the repercussions are going to be. So Samuel turns and he goes back to the children of Israel and he tells them, okay, this is what you want. This is what you're going to get. But these are the consequences, and he laid it out for them, and they said, well, we don't really care. We want a king to be over us just like the rest of the nations, and uh, no doubt at this point of time in America, 2020, uh, that could be the very place where we are, or where we have come to after a, you know, a long period of time as a nation. At one time, We were predominantly a Christian nation, I I would say. Of course, I'm only 34 years old. I hadn't been around very long. But I've listened to many of old preachers and and seen their pattern of going. And it seems that uh, this nation has all but turned its back on the Lord. and, And we would rather have politicians leading us and men or Caesar sitting on the throne in Washington leading us as opposed to uh, the one true God. Though we we would like to pride ourselves in being a Christian nation, we are altogether a pagan nation now, looking to men to lead us more than God. So anyway, we have that to relate to. So Samuel tells them this, and they say, yeah, we we don't care. We want a king to rule over us. And uh, so they pick a man named Saul, and Saul was was from a humble family and he was head and shoulders above the rest of the people around him and so they they looked at his stature and they and they uh they wanted him to be king but it kind of fell through 
course, this is all just background to Psalm 70. I just want you to understand that King David was the second king, and he followed King Saul after Saul got prideful and, and uh, decided to do his own thing instead of follow the Lord. So that's kind of how King Saul's house uh, came to came to an end. And uh, King David was the one that God actually chose to lead the nation. And you say, well, I thought God wanted to be their leader and not King David. Well, God let them choose first for them to under realize uh, having a man isn't the way I would like you to have it. But if you want a man to lead you, I'll let you make the first choice and then just to show you, teach you a lesson, let me choose the next one. Anyway, so he, he chooses King David and Samuel is the one who anoints King David when he's still a boy and he comes up and uh, comes up or grows up amongst the sheep as a sheep herder. And is just a very humble child and, and has a, a, a love relationship with the Lord. And a lot of the Psalms are written by David himself, either when he was a boy or as he was growing up and, and even after, after uh, he becomes king. But uh, there are some Psalms that King David writes where he's basically just crying out to God as he's being pursued by the house of Saul. Once Saul realized that King David was the one that God had anointed, even though King Saul was still the one sitting on the throne, uh, he became jealous and became uh, spiteful and, and didn't like David, even though he had David in his own court at times. But Tension rose, and King Saul pursued David in the wilderness. And this is one of those psalms where David is out in the wilderness, and he's and he's basically he's being pursued, and he doesn't want to die, but he knows God's anointed him as king to be the next king. But yet he's not going to go against their anointed king, who is King Saul, and uh, it's just. There's a lot of passion in this psalm. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of devotion towards the Lord. There's a lot of uh, well. Let's just jump into it. Psalm 70, and I hope it blesses you this morning. David says, "Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord." In other words, come quickly. Don't just sit there, Lord. Please come quickly and and and. Uh, Deliver me, save me from those who are pursuing me. Verse 2 says, Let them be ashamed and confounded who seek my life. Let them be turned back and confused who desire my hurt. Let them be turned back because of their shame who say, Aha, aha. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Now he's switching from let those who are the enemies of God, let those who are pursuing me to hurt me, who mean me harm, let them be confused and be confounded, let their plans come to failure. But all those who seek you, the one true God, Yahweh of the Bible, and Jesus, the one true Savior, who is God, and the Holy Spirit, who is the one true 
Holy Spirit, the power of God, those who seek you, the triune, perfect, holy, one and only creator, let those who seek you rejoice and be glad, as opposed, again, to those who mean the godly harm. Okay, we see, again, a comparison here. He says, let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you, and let those who love your salvation say continually, let God be magnified. You see, here's the heart of the one who genuinely pursues God. He may have ambitions and things in life that he wants to accomplish. He wants to conquer goals. He, he, uh, God made us to set goals and to go and conquer goals, to have dreams and aspirations. He made us to sit on a throne. He made us like himself. Yet, uh, there has to be redemption in our life because we're in a fallen world. But because we are like God, in this way, not God, but like him, made in his image, an image bearer of God, because we are that. We have goals and we have things that we aspire to. Yet, those who are genuinely pursuing him and have that relationship that is only found in Christ Jesus, their true heart and their true worship is let God be magnified. And we see in verse 4 of Psalm 70, this is what David's saying, let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you, and let those who love your salvation say continually, let God be magnified. Not myself, but God. Many a martyrs cried out and said the same thing. Jesus is Lord, or let God be magnified, or there's one. There's only one true God, and he sits in the heavens, and he does what he pleases. Let God be magnified. But we see, verse 5 again. David says, But I am poor and needy. Make haste to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. So we see multiple things. We see David is uh, basically saying, God deal with these people who are pursuing my life, who want to kill me, deal with them. Give them what they deserve. They don't glorify you. They don't magnify you. They don't follow you. They worship the, the false gods of uh, other religions. And you deal with them, Lord. Deal with them. Keep them off my tail. Please deliver me from them. Not only is he pronouncing that or he's calling that out to the to the Lord in prayer, and it's written down in this psalm, but he's also, he's also showing us what there is in store for those who pursue the one true God in Jesus' name. He says, let those who seek you rejoice and be glad, and let those who love your salvation say continually, let God be magnified. And then the third thing that we see that he points out here is even though those who are being pursued, they love you, I'm being pursued and I need help, Lord, and you are my only hope. And I pray that today that is your, that is your cry to the Lord. Not so much, uh, God, curse those who don't love you, because we know Jesus has said in the New Testament, 
to pray for those who spitefully use you and, and uh, to basically be kind to your enemies, okay? And he can say that, the Lord Jesus can say that, and we can stand in that, and we can embrace what the Lord Jesus has taught us because we are on the other side of the cross now. Jesus has paid the price for sin itself, okay? So not so much we want to curse our enemies, but we can stand in the praise and the worship section of those who pursue the Lord, and we can rejoice and we can be glad in the one true God, the one true Savior, the Lord Jesus. And we can love his salvation, and we can say continually that God be magnified, okay? But if you happen to be somebody who's going through a hard time, you can also stand and say with King David that you are my help, O Lord, and you are my deliverer. We really sit down and think about it. There's not anything else really that is powerful enough to deliver us. He is our only hope. The Lord Jesus is our only hope. And I pray that right now, wherever you are, whenever it is that you're listening to this, that you embrace that, that you come to the realization that the Lord Jesus is truly your only hope. You may be in a dark time. I've been in those places many, many times. I've been even to the point of having suicidal thoughts. I'm going to keep it real with you. It, it, it has happened to me many times. It's happened to me many times even after I've been in Christ and, and quote-unquote saved. Uh, just because we are saved and we're Christians doesn't mean that hard things and adversity aren't going to come our way. Just like Jesus prayed in John chapter 17, Lord, I don't pray that, or Father, I don't ask that you take them out of this world, but that you keep them as they're in this world. Give them strength, right? A prayer that we should pray is, Lord, give us strength that will hold us in the time of adversity. Don't take us out of this adversity, but Lord, give us the ability to stand in it, okay? And we can do that, but only in Christ, because the tidal waves of this world, the billows and trials that flood over the top of us, uh, they'll come harder and faster uh, to the Christian. So I hope you understand that, but I hope also that uh, your prayer or your mind and your heart are set on seeking the Lord and Him alone as your deliverer. Again, uh, that was Psalm 70 this morning on a September 23rd, 2020. I hope it blesses you. And uh, just remember that the Lord Jesus is the one and only true Savior. Let me just give you a brief explanation of the gospel in case you're wondering, in case you haven't put your trust and hope <clears throat> in the Lord Jesus yet. Jesus is the Son of God, yet He is God Himself. And at one time in the past, God became a man. And he walked on this earth perfectly. He never sinned one time. He never broke a commandment of the Lord, of his Father. And he lived on this earth for 33 some odd years. 
and then he ended up crucified in our place as if he had sinned and never not once sinned. They crucified him. He yielded up his own spirit and was in the grave three days. And after three days, just as he prophesied before he went on the cross, he was resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the holy power of God, the very power that spoke the world's and everything into existence. He came out of the grave and thereby defeating death in the grave. And the word of God says that all those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You see, Jesus became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And you're only saved by faith alone, not by your works, not by having a, a lot of knowledge of the Bible, not by praying enough, not by paying enough penance, not by going to mass enough, not by reading your Bible enough. Okay, it's not by your works yet, it's by your faith alone. By your faith alone in the gospel. Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. The gospel means good news. The good news of God to humankind. Okay? And that good news is, he has provided a savior. He has provided a sacrifice for you and for me. And that sacrifice was himself. Remember, God became a man. He humbled himself. He took on the flesh that we have and was tempted in all ways such as we, yet he never sinned. Okay? He's been in the struggles. He knows what it's like to, to deal with the temptations of life. Regardless of what sort of temptation you have dealt with, Jesus knows that hurt, that pain, that struggle. He knows it. He knows it. Yet he never sinned. He went on ahead of us and he was perfect, utterly perfect when he went on to the cross. And just like the prophet Isaiah said, it pleased Yahweh, his father, to crush him under his wrath against sin and he did it all because we couldn't do it and now the message to all mankind is repent and believe the gospel simply put your trust in what God has done for you and you shall be saved so have you done that friend have you put your trust in the Lord Jesus have you put your trust in what he has done on the cross and not putting your trust in yourself? I pray that you have. Again, my name is Colby, and this has been Trucking Through the Bible. I pray it's a blessing to you. Share this wherever you can. Share the gospel wherever you can. Get into your Bible. Enjoy the Psalms. Enjoy the entire word of God. It's in Jesus' name. Amen.